So just I suppose on behalf of Newcastle West J Club, guys, Twishy, Art, thank you very much for coming on with us this evening. Um, it'll take one box for us and it'll allow the lads concentrate on matters in hand for next week um, before their monster semi-final with the uh, Aston Stacks. I suppose as a club, we're very proud to be in this position. It's a great position to be in um, someplace that in Newcastle West, we haven't been since 1987, but in Limerick itself, we haven't been in 13 years. So it's nice to be involved with Newcastle West and to find ourselves in that position that we're representing Munster in our representing Limerick in a Munster semi-final. And I suppose what it's, it, it says to us as a club as well, it shows that at least what we're doing at groundwork level is beginning to pay dividends at adult level and that we're uh, filtering through and that the lads are having success, which is great to see. Um, we have a talented bunch that we know. We have a lot of dual players, not just within GA codes, but in all codes. And that can be difficult to manage, but um, on a year when we get it right, we have shown the fruition of... Um, I suppose, the, the, the management that goes on, managing these players and minding them and make sure we get the best out of them. Um, it was also a privilege for us to host the Nair last weekend and to be able to show off the facilities we have. And that is leading on to us uh, redeveloping our clubhouse, which, was, which has started actually last Monday with the uh, dressing rooms. So the next time we're, you're in Newcastle West, we hope we'll have... Uh, uh, top class dressing rooms to show you um, and for we'll set players to have going forward that they will have the best of facilities when they come to Newcastle West. So without me delaying things any longer, I'll pass you over. We'll start with Luke, maybe from Live 95 to uh, get the, the ball rolling and to address any questions they have to um, Jimmy and Ian. And I'm sure you all know that this stage, Jimmy is the manager at senior football, and Ian Carver doesn't need any uh, introduction to any of you. I'm sure you all know him as his limit football captain. He's also our captain. Um, so, without further ado, let's I'll step back and allow the lads to take over. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, Margaret. Uh, firstly, I suppose, um, Jimmy, just how are the how are the bodies ahead of this one? Obviously, there was a couple of injuries, one in the game, one prior to the game. Uh, what what where are the squad at the moment, and and have have you come through those injuries? Are there still a couple of knocks? Yeah, um, Shane has got a, a serious injury. Um, he dislocated his elbow and broke um, the bone above the. Um, so he he will be out, um, but he's well in himself, and um, the prognosis is good for him. Um, thank God. The other injuries, um, Doc does a few knocks and bruises. Um, to the heavy field. Um, but we'll be hopeful that all the rest will be okay. Luke. In terms of the preparation, obviously, you've, uh, and you can deal with injuries, you've, uh, you've a really, I suppose, uh, deep panel, don't you? You've a deep squad this year. Is, this, is it the deepest Newcastle West squad that, that you think you've had in some time? Um, I suppose it being my first year in Val Luke, um, you know, I, I wouldn't know. Um, but looking back on it, I suppose, really, and talking to the lads, um, there has always been that depth. Um, there, um, it mightn't have always come together, um, you know, especially with Margaret alluded to it with dual players and stuff and trying to manage them. Like last year, they came out of a county final in Holland, had to face into a football quarter final. Um, and look, to be fair about it, let's um, anytime you're celebrating anything, you have to when you win, you have to celebrate. Um, and trying to turn it around in that space of time was quite difficult for anyone. Um, you know, but 
that depth is there, um, as Margaret alluded to, like there's a lot of underage coming through. Um, I think we have five under nine, that would be 19, um, that would be on the panel. One of them took to the field last Sunday in Rowan O'Connor. Um, so look, there is people coming through. Um, it's how we manage them from leaving start to, uh, right through to when they start their careers in college really is, is the important element for us. After coming through, obviously, and, and breaking the duct, what was a far too long duct from a, a Limerick side's point of view against the denier, did, did you get to sit down and watch the, the, the Kerry final after that? What did you make of it, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, a, a Kerry County final is impressive. Um, you know, there was, I'd say, across the 10,000 there. Um, so, look, there were two very strong teams, Aston Sachs and Kern Torales. Um O'Reilly's will probably feel disappointed at the fact that they lost two key men earlier on um, in the game. And to be fair to them, look, that would be hard for anyone to ship, um, especially in a contest like that. Um, but look, it's Kerry football. I mean, you know, I mean, you're up in the, la- the intensity, um, you're going up a level, um, you know, so, but it's, at the same time, look, we'll be ready when that challenge is faced. And Jimmy, you, you, you'll take one loss, you'll take losing the coin toss if it means that, uh, that, that you go on and, and, and win the one that matters. But what did you make of that? What do you make of, of having to travel to, to Tralee for the game? To be honest with you, it didn't bother us, um, Luke. Um, I, I'd say prior to it, I thought we were going back there anyway. So it wasn't actually until the Monday I realised after the coin toss that there was a coin toss. So <laughs> you know, I had in my head we were going back there anyway. So, um, but look, um, it's a fine facility. As Margaret alluded to, we wouldn't have been able to facilitate it in our own um, pitch um, because of the damage. So, look, mentally, we're, we're happy enough to be going wherever we're going to play it. Just a final one for me to, to Ian. Ian, in terms of, I suppose, obviously, you're a, a club stalwart. You were uh, as happy, if, if not so, more happy than anyone to, to get over the line and, and, and to, to, to win a Munster Championship game, Munster Club Championship game. Uh, what was the buzz like after that? How do you feel after it? And obviously it's down to business now, but I'm sure you t- took a moment to soak it in and enjoy it. Yeah, it, was, uh, it was a very enjoyable two minutes after the game, just being, I suppose, in and on field. Um, I suppose the whole Limerick football thing for the last 13 years, while it didn't have a massive bearing on us, I suppose it was nice as a county to get over that. Uh, thankfully, we were the club that did that. And I suppose from my own experience, uh, the two previous games in Munster, we would have came up short in narrow defeat. So it was nice to get over get over the line in a very tight game. Thanks, lads. So whoever wants to pop in and ask a question now, um, Jerome, Matt, Jack, John, any of you? Uh, Jimmy, um, I was I was one of the people now who would have been in Newcastle West on Saturday and I was in, in Tralee on Sunday, so I, I would have seen both of you close up. Um, the defensive organisation, Jimmy, of both yourselves that you showed against Denier and that Austin Stacks have shown in the championship so far, would you say there's actually a lot of similarities between the, between the way both sides set themselves up? You, you both are very tough to score against. 
Yeah, John, um, like that's a solid defensive unit that we have um, has been all year. Um, you know, it, it's been hard to break us down. Um, when we worked hard at it, um, John, to be fair to the lads, um, I suppose it, like there's only been, I think, one or two changes um, in the half-back line um, from time to time, where we brought in Seamus Hurley, Stephen Bosnan was carrying a knock and we, he was out. But I think they were the only changes, um, you know. So as a collective unit, they've been working well together, um, you know, and we'd hope that to continue going in. But you're right, um, we do play similar. And obviously, um, the next day, he might be 38 years of age, but uh, Ian has probably played against him at some stage as well. But the the task of keeping Kieran Donaghy quiet the next day, it's, even at his age, as, as you saw last Sunday, it's hard to keep him quiet for a full game, isn't it? Uh, it is. Uh, look, I mean, in fairness to Kieran, he, he's, a, he's a talented individual. Um, you know, he's talented at, at basketball as well. You know, so I mean, um, you know, it's a it's a test, John. Um, but sure, someone has to take on the task. Um, you know, so at some stage, I have no problem in putting any of our lads on him. Um, they'll do the job that needs to be done. Um, you know, fairly and squarely. What would you say from looking at the game the last day? What would you say were Austin Stack's uh, strengths? Um, the level of intensity, John, is absolutely immense. Um, all over the park. Um. You know, especially down the centre, they turn over players quite easily, um, you know, but the intensity of their tackling, um, you know, they have they have decent players. Like, if you look into goals, you're Wayne Guthrie, who played outfield um, a few years back. I think he played centre field and um, feels comfortable, feels comfortable coming out to the half-back line. Like, so, look, they have a lot of strength and depth as well. Like, I mean, yeah, we can look at our panel and we'll say we have strength and depth, but they have massive strength and depth as well. Um, but you're under there, as they say, it's a two house race, and anything can happen. And Ian, have you come across a lot of the Austin Stacks players in uh, down through your career so far? And are you looking forward to that challenge around the middle of the park with the likes of Joe O'Connor and Greg Horn and these guys? Um, yeah, I was in college back in Chile, so I would have crossed paths with a few of them, uh, a few of them being so went to donkey and club games and whatnot. Um, yeah, I suppose. Look, Austin Stacks are formidable all over, I suppose. Joe O'Connor has probably been the breakthrough player of the Kerry Club Championship. And he's, uh, he's a few cousins from Newcastle, so I suppose we've uh, passing eye on him as the lads will be telling us about their great cousin. But uh, no, look, it'll be a battle all over the field and uh, we're looking forward to it. And uh, Jimmy, Keen Sheehan, obviously talking to you on Saturday, you could have played him for a few minutes, maybe, but you were pretty hopeful that he would definitely be available for the next match. So, you still confident on that? Yeah, I mean, look, Keane is working with the medical team and the physios and stuff. Um, they are hopeful. Um, we're hopeful. Um, but at the end of the day, look, it will come down to the physios' decision. Um, and I know that we'll take their advice on board. Just a question, look, like which Ian touched on there as well. Limerick always very competitive at inter-county level. Why do you think there was possibly that 13-year gap between Drum Broadford winning the Munster title and then any Limerick club even getting a win in the Munster Club Championship? It's way too long for a county of Limerick's stature, isn't it? It is, um, John, to be fair about it. Like, I mean, it, I, 
I suppose it is. Um, but look, I suppose you have to look at the individual clubs as well um, who's won a pack through the years. Like, I mean, the last two times we were in it, we met the Munster champions in the first round. Um, you know, they both went down to win it. Like, um, so, like, I, and I don't know about the rest of the years. Um, I know I dare met the Nair um, one year. Um, but look, like you're going into a winner's group, um, like they're all county champions, like they've all to be respected. Like club football is different to county, um, you know what I mean? There's that distinct difference, um, you know what I mean? So, I mean, a team coming out of Waterford um, that would be perceived as a county maybe to, you know, to be behind the rest in Munster, that's untrue. I mean, because a club like Denier coming out who have strong hurlers in their panel, um, that would be predominantly with the Waterford hurlers. Should they turn you over in the shot? Like when we saw that um, um, physically above in the field on Saturday, like they're a physical, um, you know. So I mean, it's not just as easy to say, you know, we get there on merit. Um, it took a lot of work. It took um, a lot of work by the lads, Ian and the lads there, to get over the line on on Saturday. You know, so it just takes that, you know. And they wanted it, um, John. You need to want it. Yeah. Jimmy, after an indifferent start to the championship, um, you had gathered serious momentum coming right up to the final. How, how much of a problem did the six-week elapse to the first round against Nair pose? Um, it posed, I, I suppose it posed a bit matter, right? Like, I mean, you, you had to kind of give the boys time off to, to relax, um, you know, recharge the batteries and then go again. Um, and look, the first 20 minutes, probably 25 minutes, proved it on Saturday. Um, we had one or two challenges, um, but playing competitive football is different than challenges. Um, and it took that uh, that bit longer just to come out of ourselves um, on the first half. But when we got going, look, we were flying it. Um, but look, it is a challenge. Um, but look, the three lads that are coaching, the boys, um, Steve and Declan and Joe, like, I mean, look, they have serious, um, um, I suppose, ability behind them and knowledge of the game. Um, and they've done it at all levels, the three of them. So, look, you have to trust them, um, trust the lads um, to turn up and, and commit to it. Um, I'm sure that's what we got. Ian, talking to some of the lads immediately after the, 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 the county final, um, the focus switched very, very quickly to the Monster Championship. Um, uh, it, it appears that in Newcastle West, there's very, very much unfinished business as far as the Monster Championship was concerned. When you look back at 2015, narrowly beaten by Clanmel Commercials, who, who went on to win it. 2019, narrowly beaten by Nemo, who went on to win it. Yeah, um, I suppose we just see it as a challenge. Uh, obviously, it's a challenge in itself to win the county, but... Uh, we're an ambitious team, and while we're still in the championship, we were gonna we want to give whoever we're playing a, a competitive game and see where that takes us. Uh, once we won the county and kind of finished the celebrations, we did fully focus on denier and for the last three and a half, four weeks prior to the game Sunday, that's all we focused on. And for the next two weeks now, it's all Austin Stacks. Thanks, lads. Cheers, Thanks, Matt. Guys. Jack, Jerome, do you want to come in there and ask some? Yeah, I'll you know. Or, go on, Jerome. 
Ian, has something made the difference this year or is it just that little bit of extra experience from some of the younger guys? Um, I don't know. Maybe Jimmy made the difference, maybe. <laughs> First year management. Um, I don't know. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. Like, I think within Newcastle, we'd always see ourselves up right at the top table in Limerick. Um, as Matt has alluded to a few times in the podcast, maybe in July and August, we didn't look great. We got a bit of a clipping off Moline and we struggled to beat Galbley. Uh, but as the year went by, we kind of gelled and improved as a team. Uh, so I suppose once we kind of get rolling, we're, we're a decent team. What I, I, I saw the, the Father Casey's game. Um, I, I thought that night I, I saw the county champions. Was there a game for you along the road that you thought... You know, things have clicked for us. Yeah, I suppose the Casey's game um, did probably show us that we can up at a level. Um, we have a very healthy rivalry with Father Casey's from, I suppose, once we start playing football under 10. So uh, we're fully focused on that. And I suppose then lads kind of started seeing where we were at and we were in a quarterfinal and then it was knockout football from there on in. Um, obviously, you you know, Kerry will be seen as, as a standard bear. So you, you're, you're playing club football, you're, you're going back to Kerry. I mean, it's a prospect that I'm guessing excites you as, as a player. Yeah, definitely. Look, it's big games you want to be playing in. They're the kind of, they're the kind of days you want to be playing. Um, I suppose all the fan base and band that goes with us and Stacks, it'll be, it'll be a very cool occasion to be involved in. Uh, but we're looking forward to it as a team, I suppose. And, yeah, they are the games we want to be playing. Jimmy, just to take you back, you're you're obviously no stranger to, to Newcastle West football, but you know your your first year in, you know what, what was your your idea going in? Had, had you seen something that you felt was was missing the last number of years, um, or, or how did you approach it? No, um, to be fair, look, the, the team are the same to run, and um, there was no word not. Um, as they say, um, a bunch of us got together really more or less and, and, and mapped it out. Um, you know, and there was a lot of learning to run along the way. Like, I mean, like the lads were trying to get used to us um, as a new management team, um, you know, trying to understand where we were coming from, um, you know, and over the league, it helped. Um, the Monoline game and the county league final helped as well. Um, there was a lot of learnings along the way. Um, and th even that question, Jerome, you asked, Ian, the standout game for me was the Galbally game um, because we won it um, with our backs to the wall. Um, and mentally, it just, I suppose, proved to me that we were prepared mentally um, to go after this full stop. Like we had three or four that we didn't stop that night. Brian Foley, Sean Murphy, Dear McKelly, you know, Seamus Hurley was injured. Um, so we had a lot of injuries on the night. But mentally, the lads were fully focused on it. Um, yes, we fell over the line, for the want of a better word. But at the same time, there was a, um, a mental toughness there in the lads. And I think that stood to us when we got into Monoline, Adair, um, you know, and, and, and as you go on in stages. Um, but look, to answer your question, there was no roadmap there. Um, the lads are a talented bunch. Um, it was just to try and figure out how we'd pull it all together um, in bits and pieces um, and try and map it into one. 
noticeable as well, Jimmy, that you you, you stuck local with with your uh, team of coaches. Yeah, um, look, I mean, there's a lot of talent within the club, um, whether it's coaches, administrators, you know, players. There is a lot of talent within the club. Um, and look, for me, Jerome, I think it's important um, that we, we put out our own, um, you know, every part of the management team and the backroom team are Newcastle people. Um, and didn't ego or anything, like, it, it's just a, a statement of fact, you know, um, the three lads are good at the, what they do. Um, to me, they're the best in the business, the three of them, um, at this present moment in time. Um, you know, so why would we go externally? And that's probably three or four more you could have pulled in as well, Jerome, within the club. Um, you know, you know, you have Shane Kelly there that's playing his trade. You have Carlin and that's good at it. Um, and they're just two off the top of my head that I can mention. Um, and even if you go down through the underages, there's a lot of them there as well. Like so, um, look, there's a lot of talent in the club. There's a lot of people working behind the scenes to get it to where it is. Thanks, lads. Yes, thanks. Uh, Ian, the just conditions in Newcastle last day. How difficult was it to play in that game? And I suppose, how did it affect your game plan? Um, yeah, definitely difficult. Um, the pitch just, look, with the weather we had, it just tore up and it became so heavy. Um, it was a struggle to solo the ball and try and run at full pace, like, which affected both teams, I think. Um, probably a both kind of running sides. Probably didn't add to the spectacle, but... Um, just made it a real, real battle, and thankfully we came out the right side. And is that something you're kind of preparing for against Aston Saxes? It'll be even two weeks close to Christmas. The weather will probably even get worse. Um, yeah, look, it's the week before Christmas, so I don't think we'll be going back in shorts and vests anyway. Yeah. So yeah, look, um, I'm sure the surface behind in Tralee will be up to a very good standard, but it's still the week before Christmas, so it's going to cut up be pouring rain so they're the conditions we're training every night so we're trying to adjust them and after the county final you said to us that you thought Newcastle had the, the strongest squad in Limerick and it wasn't arrogance or anything that you clearly do but how satisfying is it that you've delivered that promise firstly with the county title and then getting Limerick's first win in Munster in 13 years um yeah like it wasn't really a promise that it didn't guarantee us anything um like I can think of three or four lads that are probably should be playing that are my age, two of Jimmy's nephews, Michael O'Leary, like, there's just always talent, and as Margaret alluded to at the very start, that's down to the work that's done at underage the whole way through. Um, but look, I suppose if I make a remark like that, it's important to back it up as well. And obviously coming into the game, you'll be you'll be underdogs because the uh, Kerry team is always going to be favoured. How was how that going to be for you who are always favoured in Limerick then to go into a game as underdogs? Um, look, I suppose it makes a difference if you're having a bet on it. That's probably the only difference it makes. Um, we prefer for it the exact same as we'd prefer if we were favourites. And that's all that really changes. And finally for me, Jimmy, I suppose we've seen teams go at Donaghy. They'll bring they're probably their biggest player to full back. Will we see Mike Mack go back there? <laughs> I don't think could happen, Jack. Um, to be fair, the word was, um, I doubt it. But anything could happen. 